And we are kicking off another hour of the Pledge Drive here on AM 1160, The Quest. I'm Dave Savage, the programming and production manager of The Quest. And uh, we, we got some people hanging out here from last hour. Uh, Maria Forbes is with us, Deacon Bill Boyd. Uh, Loretta Boyd is with us as well. And uh, we're going to welcome our guest, uh, Sherry Siegel, this morning as well. You know what I didn't do? And I was supposed to do this. I, I needed to call the uh, priest or the, the school to get them on the line to do the prayer. So, Maria, would you uh, let me get your mic on and let me uh, call them and see if we can get that going and just maybe inter- set the table here for what's going on. OK. OK, sure. So we um, we do want to share a little bit that we uh, didn't have time for last hour, but we're going to squeeze it in because it's it's good stuff all around this morning around the theme, the power of prayer, and and specifically in silent time, quiet time with the Lord, which can happen anywhere. It can happen in Eucharistic adoration. It can happen anywhere we are. But, you know, Loretta, we both like the C.S. Lewis books a lot. And one that always stands out to me is the screw tape letters because the devil is coaching a new tempter, uh, Wormwood, on how to keep his victim away from God. And he does this with the simplest advice, which is so relevant today. Keep his world noisy so he can't hear God. So interesting. So we're going to talk for just a minute about that. Yeah, and but first, uh, we like to open up each hour uh, with a prayer, and we've been getting some of the school kids uh, from the Catholic schools in the Archdiocese, and uh, we're going to go over to St. John the Evangelist School, and we have uh, Peyton Franks on the line. Peyton, are you there? Yes. All right. What grade are you in, Peyton? I'm in eighth grade. Oh, okay, cool. What, what's your favorite subject there? Uh, probably social studies or math. Awesome. What, uh, what what do you like about social studies? Like the uh, like history or or what what aspect of that? Uh, I've always liked history. Just learning about like why like why certain things happened, like why wars happened, and mm-hmm. like it helps us not repeat the history today. And it's just always interesting seeing how people like from like three hundred years ago lived compared to now, and like what they thought the yes. future would be. Very good, very good. Well, Peyton, you're all set to do a prayer for us for the for our pledge drive, correct? Yes. Okay, anytime you're ready, go ahead. Okay, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is injury, pardon. Where there is doubt, faith. Where there is despair, hope. Where there is darkness, light. And where there is sadness, joy. O Divine Master, grant that I may not so much seek to be consoled as to console, to be understood as to understand, to be loved as to love, for it is in giving that we receive, it is in pardoning that we are pardoned, and it is in dying that we are born to eternal life. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, that was beautiful, Peyton. Thank you so much. Thank you. Peyton Franks with St. John the Evangelist School, and uh, you have a great day today, okay? You too. Thank you. Bye-bye. I love it when the kids pray. That was beautiful. (laughs) It really was. Let me just uh, remind everybody that this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Uh, You can call in your pledge. Uh, We we still have match money on the table, and that's going to be up until 11 o'clock. If you make a a pledge or donation uh, before 11, your donation gets doubled. So call 470-508-1160, log on to thequestatlanta.com, or download the Quest Atlanta app 
on your phone, and you can donate that way as well. Maria? Thanks, Dave. Keep his world noisy so he can't hear God. This is extra relevant today because we live in a world of devices. Everything for everything. And they're mobile, so they go with us everywhere. And there's potential for disruption right in our pockets or in our purses. So we wake up with our phone alarm, we say hello to Jesus and ask for his guidance throughout the day and then turn off the turn right onto the computer for the day. Um, but as, as you mentioned, Loretta, from the book, we have to fight for time to pray. Let's talk about fighting for quiet time. Yes, uh, definitely we have to do that. Um, also, you mentioned the screw tape, uh, screw tape letters. Um, I love the part in there where um, screw tape describes the prayer of silence as that which is practiced by those advanced in the service of the enemy, which, of course, he's referring to God. Um, this is not what he wants Wormwood, the tempter, to follow, to allow the Christians to practice. Um, but then, um, as you mentioned, uh, we have to fight for the time to pray. In Chris's book, he mentions um, this difficulty. He says, progress has made it harder to find silence and leisure time, and we must try harder. He says, fight to pray. He says, today we have to fight much harder to pray but fighters become tough and strong. It's hard to find God in the modern world, so to do it, you have to fight for it. It becomes more precious because of that. You don't take it for granted. Once you've resisted the pressures and taken time for prayer, you've overcome a whole world, a whole civilization. So the first step is um, the decision to find some quiet time in your day. Yeah, so important, fighting for quiet time. Oh, I tell you, Loretta, that, that was beautiful because I know I struggle a lot with the whole concept of quiet time. And, and, and Maria, fighting, fighting is, is really the good word to use because uh, there's a lot of things that we fight with to just, you know, be still and know. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I know I struggle with it every day. And the busier we are, the harder it is to stop ourselves to say, thank you, Jesus, for all the blessings in this day and and to stop ourselves and just be quiet, right? To hear God speak to us. So good stuff. And I hope you're all fighting for time with the Lord because that is going to save our world. We are in the second hour and uh, still have that $2,000 match. We're excited. Come on, Mary, our queen. And all of those uh, we know in the area Fellow Catholics, call in 470-508-1160 or get on thequestatlanta.com and help us raise money for our 100% listener-supported Catholic radio right here in Atlanta. We're going to talk the second hour with Sherry Siegel, who is a friend and walking the spiritual journey along with me, and I so appreciate Sherry, and um, we're, we're going to talk about quiet time and being transformed in quiet time. And Sherry brings real inspiration about the power of prayer to transform our lives. She has a powerful story about her relationship with Christ and how it began or was empowered by, I might say, a sudden life change. Sherry, welcome, and we, uh, we're we going to talk this morning about, tell us a little bit about kind of leading up to um, the time of change for you when you rediscovered Jesus. 
Well, good morning, everyone, and thank you, Maria, for having me. Um, in t September 2018, I was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. I was 54, I'm pretty well fit, and it was a total shock. Um, up to that point, I was going to work every day, spending time with our four grown daughters, traveling, errands, shores, you know, life was good, except I didn't have the Holy Spirit, Jesus, and God in my life ever present. Now, um, I've always had Jesus in my life since I was an infant, and but you know I, he became more like the elf on the shelf, and I'd pull him off when things went wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, Parkinson's grounded me really quickly, and it brought me right back to Jesus. And now looking back, that was the start of my transformation back in 2018. And I, like I said, I've always had a relationship with the Lord, but I didn't have the right relationship. You know, that yeah. I talked to Him every day, that I prayed, that I honor him that i give him gratitude he's totally changed my way of thinking looking at people just the way i live my life and it's you know it's been a blessing i think that's so interesting the elf on the shelf um analogy you know and we talk about um not a, a, avoiding a relationship with jesus that's treating him like a superhero where he just kind of swoops in and saves the day when we need help yes. and 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 really focusing on a relationship every day and so you took him off the shelf and you oh, said yeah. i need you yeah every day in my life um you know sherry you say you talk to him like he's your friend and you'll never run out of things to talk about last hour deacon bill told us a great story about inviting jesus into your day and asking him to pull up a chair and not leaving him sitting there while you run around in the day and Sherry, you believe there's nothing to hide from Jesus and that there's the more time you spend with him, the stronger your relationship gets. And you learn to rely on him when and when you really, really need him, which is essentially every day. Right. But you're, then your life is transformed. And so how do you take Jesus with you? How does Jesus walk with you every day? Well, once you realize that Jesus knows everything you're going to do before you do it, he knows every thought he he knows everything about you. Once you come to that realization, and that came, that realization came to me through a devotional book called *The Quiet Place* by Nancy Demoss Wolf Wolfmuth. I might have pronounced that incorrectly, but I'd highly recommend it. Um, there's just you just realize that he's there, and it's like you start. He starts changing your thought. Jesus starts changing your thought process, and so. You know, I start my day with quiet time almost every day. Now I won't say every day, but I always pray at least the Lord's Prayer because that's my favorite prayer, and and I'll follow that with the prayer prayers to Jesus about you know walk with me through my day, be my eyes, my ears, my thoughts, my actions, and your your day just goes better. But he he he's there, and so I he, I've started to talk to him about everything. You know, I just have conversation, and this is all in silence. I might add. In prayer and silence it's all in my head when i'm talking to him and you know people might say she's crazy but it, it works i'm telling you he he gives you little little pings in your heart or little thoughts come in your head and you're like where'd that come from and you start realize you start paying attention you start realizing jesus is with you and he's directing your day mm -hmm. and you know for a long time things were going really wrong and i said what's wrong and so reading the the book and reading the bible Jesus is directing my life now. Before I was kind of just floundering, but he's directing it now. And that is such a cool place to be. So when things don't go right, 
yes, I'm human, and I get upset, I get mad, I get angry, I cry. But you know what? I realize that's not where he wants me. And when you accept that and you surrender to him, your life goes so much better. And you can look back. You know, I always say you live life forward, you understand it backwards. You look back and you see all the pieces falling in place. And, you know, we're not all given everything that we want. We do have crosses to bear, just like Jesus did. And when you realize that, your life just expounds, your mind expounds, and people get put in your, into your path that help you grow, too. Well, Terry, that's, that's beautiful. And, and I just want to say, you know, thank you for, for that sharing, because I can picture the, the beauty of, of the Our Father as, you know, as you would start, or as many of us start the morning, you know, in, in sitting with Jesus and, and starting with that prayer. And uh, just thank you. I know we, we see each other a lot, uh, weekday mass at Mary Our Queen, and of course on the weekends, and just really want to say thank you. I mean, the inspiration, uh, the the prayers, I know that, that you pray for us and, you know, for our parish family. Just thank you for your example, your Christ-like example, and all you do at our parish. So thank you very much for, for you know, for, for those uh, beautiful words. Yeah, quiet surrender, right, Sherry? It was kind of quiet surrender yes. to Jesus. Yes. And and that that deep deep conversation that you have with him. You say something nobody would ever believe, but I really want you to talk about this. You say that getting diagnosed with Parkinson's disease was a blessing. Oh yeah. No, um being diagnosed with Parkinson's was a blessing and the reason why it was a blessing because it brought me back to the Lord. And I mean one of the points I want to make is a, that how I handle this disease and how I show and walk through this is very important because I'm trying to touch other people's lives. Every one of us, I don't care who you are, have something that we deal with on a daily basis or, you know, it could be a bad relationship, it could be financial. There's something that we all deal with. Mine, in my case, mine's health. And there's other issues. You know, we don't just get one thing that we deal with, but some of us get bigger things and less, others get lesser. But I want to be an example of hope and that you fight and that you bring Jesus into your day and he will help you get through it. I mean, with Parkinson's, getting dressed is just a nightmare, to be quite frank. And, um, you know, and I'm a type A personality and I have 15 irons in the pot. So being slow is very frustrating to me. So, I mean, there's times that I'm breaking out and crying and stuff. But I say to God, I give you gratitude. Thank you for letting me cry this out. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for getting my shirt on, helping me get my shirt on. Because when I'm having trouble, I will pray to God and say, Jesus or God, Jesus, please just help me get my shirt on. And you know what? All of a sudden, my shirt flows right down. And wow. it, it's, it's, really, it's really moving. I mean, and I hope that, I mean, with this disease and how I handle it, and how I project myself that I can touch. If I touch one person, then I've done a good thing. I used to teach CCD classes to third and fourth graders, and I would always say, show them number one. And when they were going up to communion, we'd, we'd have the sign number one. Again, and that was keep God first in your life. And I thought, if I touch one per, one of these kids, and they grow up and remember, and they see one, and they think, think God, take, make sure God's first in your life, then I've done something. And that's what I want this disease to project too. That's and great. the other place, the other thing I want to say is, um, Jesus made me realize that I was broken, and that I still am broken. And He humbled me and made me realize He is the only way, and I need Him and want Him in my life. Wow, yeah. that's beautiful. You know, uh, and Maria, I'm glad you brought that up. That that she said that that was a blessing in the life because as she was speaking, 
I was thinking that it's like, wow, this disease is almost a blessing, but I wasn't going to say it, <laughs> you know, because it's like, well, I'm not going through this. I can't. But I'm so glad that you said that. Um, it, 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 it really is. I mean, it's such a moving story. If, if you are moved here uh, and, and would like to participate in the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive, the Spring Pledge Drive, uh, please give us a call. 470-508-1160, or you can log on to thequestatlanta.com to make a donation. And we have match money on the table up until 11 o'clock. If if you donate any amount up to $2,000, it will be matched. Your your donation, your pledge will be doubled. Yeah, thank you, Dave. Uh, Incredible, inspiring. And if you saw Sherry sitting here, you'd never believe there was anything wrong. Mm Mm-mm. Um, she's beautiful, well put together, and really fights. And in you know, hearing how you're being cared by, cared, carried through your relationship with God is so inspiring. And that silent surrender and that silent, quiet time with Him every day, just from putting a shirt on to running your agenda for the day like everybody else is is really something you know you have another really really amazing story about um your kind of when life brings you a colossal change and you meet somebody along the way and this happened to be somebody that um, you were working with at fidelity bank right after you were diagnosed correct i was diagnosed in september and i was working at fidelity bank and um, the CEO brought me, he found out that I was diagnosed with Parkinson's and he brought me in an office and he looked at me and said, you're a Christian. And I said, yes, I am. And so he proceeded to tell me about his walk with the, Jesus. He said, well, I for years walked the walk, talked the talk, went to church, did everything right. He said, but I did not have a relationship with Jesus. And he said, he's brought me to have a relationship with him and we talked about that and then we talked about my disease. But then he said, he goes, you know, he goes, I I want to help other people, and he said, I have two devotional books that I want to give you. One was The Quiet Place that I mentioned previously, and the other one was Faith by Faith by Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. And so he gave me those two devotional books, and I immediately started reading them. And that was the other piece of my transformation, because those books are so good. My favorite is The Quiet Place, and the reason, was, the reason I like that one, and I reread it every year from... 365 days a year, because it starts out with scripture, then she has a story or something meaningful related to the scripture, then she ends it with a question for you to ponder and talk to Jesus about. And it's really enlightening. I mean, the whole thing is, at the end of the day, Jesus is about love and forgiveness. And he's about, and you have to remember, everything that Jesus does is all, God does everything for good. And it may not appear that, but and he and he's also he's capable of doing the impossible and if you start thinking in those terms and looking at what's happening in your life you realize there's things that you're not going to understand because he's using us as tools to impact other people's lives and bring other people to Jesus because he loves all of us i mean if you just sit and really think about it, he made all of us you know in his image and it's a very powerful I mean, you look at your dog, like I love dogs, and you look at a flower and how beautiful a flower is. God loves us way more than the animals. He loves us way more than the flowers. But if you look at the intricacy of a flower, just think about how much he loves us, and all he wants from us is to love him back and serve him. It's very simple at the end of the day. 
It really is. And I love how someone at work noticed you. Someone at work approached you. And I had an experience recently um, over Lent on Ash Wednesday. And I think I told you about this, Sherry. But it's interesting how, you know, I, I normally would go in the evening to get ashes and um, I I went in the morning this year because I had a series of meetings. And so, of course, I left the ashes on my forehead and they actually were kind of smeared and almost looked like I was playing in the dirt. And I, I was on Zoom because I'm on I'm on video conference all day long. And someone said, oh, you got your ashes already. And these were clients that I had. We had never had the conversation. And he said, you got your ashes already. And I said, yes, I did. Are you Catholic? And he said, yes, I am. I don't get mine until later. And throughout the day, people were acknowledging God. And they some were Catholic, some were not. And, and every every year during Lent, I always say I get to I get to meet new Catholics because they notice they notice the ashes. I don't have to say anything. It's just silent. I didn't say a word. It was just what was on my forehead that that made them come forward. So um, r- really interesting how how you get noticed. You know, you don't even realize that you're doing you're affecting someone else. Um, that was your silent witness. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it's it's exciting to me because people come forward and I, I you know didn't um, I didn't realize that would happen every year it takes me by surprise that's a, a wonderful comment it also tells me we need to do a better job mixing the ashes in the oil next year too yeah. so. <laughs> <laughs> yes it would have been nice if you could see that that was a cross it was a, kind of a big smudge in my forehead uh, it was early, it was early in the morning yeah, <laughs> it was early in the morning that's right and I, and I was on I was on zoom so I was thinking does it is it showing up like that because uh, you know of the uh, camera, but um, <laughs> mm-hmm. it it was didn't even matter that you couldn't tell what it was because somebody noticed that there was something on my forehead and it brought them to say something out loud. Which you know, in the in the secular world, especially in in work related things, people don't talk about it. You know, they would have just not. It's like when I have you know, if I have something on and my cross is showing, you know, nobody says anything. But I think it's those silent influences, and somehow, like you were saying, yes. Sherry, that coworker noticed you and decided he wanted to say something. Yes, he wanted to reach out, and he was trying to, you know, put, put, take his faith and his journey out and give his word for Jesus out to others. And that he, you know, worked through me. Now, hopefully, I've worked through others. Yes, absolutely. Well, we are here talking about silent time with the Lord, silence in prayer, silence in the power or as the power of prayer at the Spring Pledge Drive at the Quest Atlanta, AM 1160. Give us a call. Donate. This is a 100% listener-supported radio, and we are so lucky to have Atlanta Catholic Radio right in our backyard. So give us a call, 470-508-1160. We're talking with Sherry Siegel, who has incredible, inspiring insights about her own personal journey and relationship with Christ. And Sherry, you talk about the book, The Quiet Place, that this gentleman at work gave you and that you still continue to read as part of your silent time with Jesus. And you read about carving out time. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, well, in in the book, it says you have to make time. And that's like one of the first um, of the... the, uh, devotionals in the book and you know i really reflected on that because i thought here i am i'm running around i'm saying a prayer in my head and but i'm not really giving time to jesus to filter back through me so i realized that i have to make make time and i choose to make time and i think that's a really 
point a point that I want to reiterate that you have to choose to make time you know what's the rocks in your jars they always say Jesus is a rock in my jar and like I said he wasn't up to that point he was there when I needed him you know when I thought I needed him but he's he you have to make time so my time is after coffee in the morning I'll sit and pray do my prayers and then I'll sit and read my devotional and then I'll reflect and then you sit in silence and you listen and it's beautiful I have a beautiful garden in the backyard I love the garden I love flowers so in the springtime I'll sit back there but he'll make me notice something that I've never noticed before maybe the the sky the colors in the sky or a bird will fly up on a, a branch and it'll be very close to me and those are signs from God and it just you know I always thank him because you cannot give Jesus and the Lord enough gratitude. And you know, I really feel all the blessings in my life are from him. And he's taking care of me. As I look back through my life, he's taking care of me through everything. Mm-hmm. And so, again, just make the time to spend with Jesus. He will talk to you. He will come to you. And you need to be in silence. And you need to have no distractions. You know, and I, the devil's out there. And the more, the closer you get to God, the more the devil tries to attack you. And you have to realize that and just say, Jesus Christ, I denounce the devil and get back because, you know, the dog will come flying in or something. I'm like, nope. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to, you have to, <laughs> you have to make, make time for him. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I, and as you were talking here, I was thinking about, you know, how you said you just had a relationship where you just went to him when you needed something. And if you think about it, if you had a friend like that that just, came to you, hey, can I borrow 20 bucks? And then you don't see them again until they need help, uh, you know, moving or something. You know, it's like, it, it, that wouldn't be a very good friend. No. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't maintain that relationship. However, Jesus is, is it, you know, just wants to be with us and, and will forgive that unconditionally. You know, so if, if, if you are behaving like, if you were behaving like that with Jesus, always know that you can always repair that, that relationship. He's always waiting for us to come to him, always. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to take a little break right here. Uh, I just want to mention that... uh Anyone who donates or calls in is going to be registered for a chance to win a VIP pil- pilgrimage. Why can't I say that word? Pil- <laughs> pilgrimage to, for two to EWTN in the Shrine of the Most Blessed Sacrament. Or you could win a beautiful piece of religious artwork donated by artist Sally Kazan uh, or a framed picture of the Divine Mercy. So uh, we've got that. And also, I wanted to mention to all of you, did you get your Chick-fil-A uh, bis- chicken biscuit this morning? Uh, I think there's still some over there, but we want to thank uh, Chick. Chick-fil-A, the one on Alpharetta Highway and Holka Bridge Road for providing breakfast uh, each morning of our pledge drive. And uh, can't go wrong with the Chick-fil-A biscuit. Yeah, I don't even know how you got them because the line is always so long there, you can't get in. We've got a special connection upstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you, Dave. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So uh, we are going to take a little break here, but uh, uh, just want to mention that this is the spring pledge drive and if you call in and donate or even go online and donate before 11 o'clock there's two thousand dollars in match money on the table so your donation will be doubled you're listening to am 1160 the quest and this is our spring pledge drive where the theme is the power of prayer Keep listening for more stories of inspiration and hope through the power of prayer. After hearing these stories, if you're moved to donate, 
please call 470-508-1160. Go to our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Remember, The Quest is 100% listener-supported, and we rely on donations from people like you to stay on the air. We'll be back to the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive shortly on AM 1160 The Quest, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. The Quest presents Lesser Known Saints with Ken and Chuck. Born in Tours, France in the year 370, St. Bryce was an orphan who was raised by St. Martin of Tours. Although known for being vain, overly ambitious, and short-tempered, St. Martin remained patient with him. Eventually, Bryce would experience a drastic change of heart and would go on to secede Martin as Bishop of Tours. Once he was ordained bishop, Bryce would unfortunately return to his old ways, becoming steeped in secularism, vanity, and vice. Bryce was exiled to Rome, and in the seven years he spent there, he repented and underwent a thorough change in his lifestyle. St. Bryce was eventually reinstated as Bishop of Tours and ruled with such humility and holiness, people adored and respected him long before his death. His feast day is November 13th, and he is the patron saint of stomach aches and ailments. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. My name is Father Waldemar Patricia. I am pastor at Mother of God Church in Conyers, Georgia. And here is a prayer for Ukraine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, God of powers, and God of our salvation, look down with mercy and compassion on your humble servants. And out of love for mankind, have mercy on us and on the land of Ukraine. We, who are sinful and unworthy, Pray unto you in repentance and with tears. Help us, O God, our Savior, and deliver the land of Ukraine. For you are the health and victory and salvation of them that put their hope in you. And unto you do we send up glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, now and forever and ever. Amen. Thank you so much for your support and thinking about us. Please continue just to pray. God bless you. The Quest presents Mom Minutes with Cameron Frad from Among the Lilies. I don't know about you, but I feel like before I had kids, I was going to be the best and greatest mom in the entire world. I had these dreams and these, um, I was gonna do crafts with my kids. I was gonna be patient all the time and never yell or scream or get frustrated. And then when I had a child, it was much different. I feel like the Lord handed me a really hard baby who was um, colicky and crying all the time. And I realized I, it was just a lot harder than I was expecting. I was recovering from a C-section and I just didn't know what to do. And so I had to rely on him that much more and pray like, okay, Lord, give me the grace. I don't know what this baby needs. Help me, help me in this moment. So if that's you right now, just know you are not alone and turn to the Lord and ask for prayers, okay? Just ask, he's there, he wants to help. For more homegrown wisdom, visit thequestatlanta.com. Let us offer a prayer of thanksgiving for the priests serving in the Archdiocese of Atlanta. Eternal God, we thank you for the blessings of our priests who represent you on this earth. Make them more greatly aware of the grace that you pour out through them as they minister the sacraments and help them to fall more deeply in love with you after each and every Mass that is celebrated. Please strengthen them 
so that they may lovingly and courageously shepherd your flock. May we support the priest in the Diocese of Atlanta by offering them kind words, deeds, and assistance. We thank you, God, for the gift of your priest. Allow them to remain an example of your truth and a guide to all those he is entrusted to serve. We ask these things of you, our Lord, our eternal priest. Amen. The Power of Prayer Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. Make your pledge or donation by calling 470-508-1160 on our app or go to thequestatlanta.com. Now back to The Power of Prayer on AM 1160, The Quest. Your Atlanta Catholic Radio. That's the power of prayer. That's the power of prayer. This is the Power of Prayer Pledge Drive. Dave Savage here, the production and programming manager at The Quest. And uh, I was just informed uh, that we... There's all sorts of reasons to call in right now and make a pledge between now and 11 o'clock. Uh, first of all, we've got match money on the table. Okay, so it, your donation will be doubled if you make the donation before 11 o'clock. Uh, that's up to $2,000. Uh, the other thing, and I mentioned this earlier a couple hours ago, uh, we've got some uh, gift certificates. Um, uh, Reveille and Marietta. Uh, we want to thank Eddie at Reveille and Marietta for that. Uh, we've got a, uh, some gift certificates there. Crab Apple Tavern, Brookwood Grill, Hawks Grill, uh, Bad Daddies. We've got some gift certificates there. But basically, anybody who calls in or makes a donation, uh, even on thequestatlanta.com, you're going to get one of these gift certificates. <laughs> and, oh, awesome. and, and your pledge or donation will be doubled. So th- let's let's get these phones going here, okay? 470-508-1160 or thequestatlanta.com. And uh, and well, before we get back into this, I know we got a lot of stuff to cover here. I just want to thank some of these people uh, that have been making donations. We got Nancy from Peace Tree Corners. Uh, we've got Bernadette from Roswell. Uh, Mike, I don't know where Mike is from, but thank you very much for the for the donation. Uh, Bridget uh, from Chambly. That's in honor of uh, Father Ketter, who was here a couple hours ago. Uh, we've got Tony from Atlanta, uh, Diana from uh, from Salona Beach, California. Wow, thank you very much for that. And uh, Marianne from Dahlonega. So we appreciate all of those. And uh, like I say, we got the gift certificates and the match money up until 11 o'clock. So, Maria? Awesome. Well, Deacon Bill and I are here with Loretta and Sherry, and we're just having a great conversation around silence and the power of silence in prayer. And we were talking with Sherry about carving out time and choosing, as Sherry said, time, quiet time with the Lord. It reminded me of a story a colleague told years ago about adoration. And he said, you know, signing up for that hour every week with with the Lord. He said, if a colleague asked, if my best client asked me to spend time to meet with him or her every week on a certain day i would absolutely make that happen and and god should be my best client so he signed up for adoration and inspired me to do the same and um it's been wonderful ever since but carving out time is is you know as loretta pointed out uh last hour fighting for it and 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 sherry says choosing it 
Oh, I, I, I tell you, Maria, and, and Dave, I'm going to tell you, uh, Father Ketter's uh, family, uh, his dad, uh, John, actually are prisoners at Mary Our Queen. So I appreciate that uh, Father Ketter was here a little while ago. But Father Ketter, we're going to say it's because of the Mary Our Queen call in, you know, that we're getting these folks to call in now. <laughs> Not going to give him any credit we, for oh, it. Oh, no, no. We, we, we love Father Dan. Thank you, Father Dan. <laughs> okay. But, uh, you know, especially during the season of Lent, uh, you know, one of the things, and in, in, uh, Cherry just uh, beautifully has shared with us, but, uh, you know, a, a, a wonderful story on uh, transformation. And, uh, uh, you know, I, I come back to, um, you know, the thought of a wonderful priest from the 19th century, um, um, Father Dominic Barbary. He was a passionist priest from Italy. And for me, it has to be simple. And, and, and here's, here's what he said. He was talking with someone. And as we all know, the greatest gift that we have in our church is Jesus himself and, of course, Christ and, and the beauty of, of the Eucharist. He gives us the greatest gift, and that's his presence in the Eucharist. But uh, Father uh, Barbary was talking with someone who, eh, I don't know if that's true, you know, I don't know. And so in a very loving and sim- simple way, Father Barbary said, you know, you say, no, uh, it is not his body. But Jesus at the Last Supper said, this is my body. Who am I to believe? I think I'll believe Jesus. So it's uh, just a beautiful <laughs> yeah. story. And, and, I'll, and I'll throw a last little comment, a wonderful message in the spirit of transformation that our Archbishop shared uh, it was during the annual appeal video that we uh, was shown in all the parishes a few weeks ago. But uh, here's the beauty of this message that our Archbishop shared with all of us. He said, what good is it if the transubstantiation of the bread into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of the Eucharist, what good is it in the transubstantiation if in our reception of the Eucharist we ourselves are not transformed? And so I just want to, you know, just to pause for that really brief moment and say thank Archbishop, you know, for that beautiful message of how we're so fortunate in in the Catholic Church to have Christ's presence in the Eucharist and some of the examples that Sherry's talked about, about transformation, and Loretta has as well, about so much the importance of our prayer life and how we listen to Christ, you know, every single day. Thank you, Deacon Bill. And back to Sherry, you know, um, more uh, more insight from you and wonderful insight you know you you've read that um when you worry when we worry we borrow energy from tomorrow and we're not really trusting jesus then to be with us through difficult times you've also read that jesus tells us not to worry and tell us more about that quiet time with jesus and how it helps you manage worry through all the the challenges that you face well, the Bible states we are to give all of our worries to the Lord. Now, think about that a minute. That's not easy to do, is it? This is a lifestyle change and a work in progress for me. I worry, I give it to Jesus, then I take it back. But if you consciously work at keeping Jesus at the helm, you worry less. You worry less, it goes away because you have faith in the Lord. And I think the faith piece is very key here because you have to keep, you have to believe what is stated in the Bible. You have to follow God's commandments. You have to follow his, his, the path that he's laid out for us. And if you do that and you don't, you give your worries. Like I said, I, I worry about something like my children or my grandson, my recent grandson. Then I, okay, Lord, here it is. But, you know, I always ball. I say, okay, I'm giving you this. You know everything that I'm worried about, I'm giving it to you. Let me use that energy to concentrate to do your will. Show me what your will is. And I ask him every day, open and close the doors to where you want me to be. 
And I feel that he does that if you ask him. And my day always goes better. If I ever forget to pray, I can tell you I have a rotten day that day. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean, I just think, you know, when things don't go the way you want or something upsetting happens, when Jesus is first, you accept sometimes with human emotions because we are human. But we can, and we all have crosses to bear, but it's also written that everything God does is good. There are things that happen in our lives that impact others for Christ that we will never understand and are not supposed to. Yeah. You know, um, we talk about, we, you and I joke about being agenda-driven and um, always having a list and an agenda for the day that, that drives our you know, productivity. We're you know, productivity people. But Scripture tells us that sitting quietly with Jesus is essential to our productivity. Be still and listen. Uh, tell us more about how you've overcome that tight agenda life that we always fight and, and you find that quiet time instead. Well, as I go through my day, you know, like I said, I'll have an agenda, but lots of times that agenda gets changed and that's my wake up call right there. If something doesn't go right or I get something changed, I'm like, okay, I stop right dead in my tracks and I'll say, okay, Jesus, where do you want me to go? You show me the way. I'm not supposed to have this. You see that I'm disappointed. Just show me the way. So I, I stop and pray. I, so bringing the Lord into you consciously, stopping and taking those few minutes during your day, because it, let's face it, life is hectic. We're in an instant gratification society. You've got to, you've got to consciously, and I think Loretta, you put, you talked about this in the last hour. You've got to consciously be bring Jesus into the forefront, and that's not easy to do. It's a training process, and it's a rethinking, and it doesn't come from you. It comes from the Lord, and He He will start doing that to you. So, you stop and take a few minutes. Or if I'm angry with my husband for something he's done, which is probably something little. I'll stop and say, dear, I'll stop and just pray, dear Jesus, please give me the right words to deal with this and or help me with my emotions not to say anything. So you you start changing the way you manage it, I guess. You know, you, I always tell you in corporate America, manage upward. So you, you Jesus helps you manage your surroundings, your your relationships, your, whatever is in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Sherry, that, that, that beautiful comments. I know Sister Mary Francis talked to the story about being at the grocery store and, and the encounter with the man. And how many times have all of us said, uh, Jesus, I didn't see that coming, you, you know. And mm-hmm. uh, so it, and I was supposed to say thank you. And, uh, you know, we, we go on to the next thing. But uh, uh, I thank you. I, I totally appreciate, uh, you know, the wonderful comments, especially how no matter what gets thrown at us uh, throughout every day, uh, as long as we've got the Lord, he is with us. We just need to always remember that. You know how within we approach every everything as we go forward. Beautiful, beautiful stories. Absolutely, I, I, Sherry Siegel. I uh, thank you very much for sharing uh, your story with us today. Uh, we still have more time in this hour, uh, a little less than fifteen minutes uh, to get in a donation um, or a pledge. And if you do that, I, I just want to mention a couple things that'll happen. Uh, we've got two thousand dollars in match money on the table. So your donation will be doubled, but also everybody who calls in or makes a donation online, uh, just mention that you want one of these gift certificates and, and we'll get one to you. These, these uh, businesses, uh, Eggs Up Grill uh, donated a gift certificate, Euro Village, O'Charlie's in Marietta, uh, Marlowe's in Roswell, uh, Ippolito's, 
they all donated gift certificates to help us with the pledge drive. So you, you can get one of these. Just ask for one uh, when you make a donation, and it is yours, but you got to do that before 11 o'clock. And remember, the match money is on the table as well, so your donation will be doubled at 470-508-1160, or you can log on to questatlanta.com. Thank you, Dave. We are really getting some great insight from Sherry. Thank you, Sherry, again, um, for kind of giving us this reset, if you will, about spending that time with the, in, in quiet time with Jesus and really allowing him to transform our lives. I think you really give us a, a basis for removing the ego in our life, kind of driving our own um, our own agenda and and really giving it to God and seeing the beauty of what comes out of that. Um, I want to share too, uh, I get Loretta to share rather about a five day retreat because again, um, you know, the world gets in your head as Loretta says, and on a five day retreat, which was silent. And um, if you can imagine that today and Loretta, tell us about how the world gets in your head or how to get the world out of your head to do something like that. Oh, yes. I took a, 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 a five-day <clears throat> retreat, um, silent retreat, as you said. And and I have to say, the first day, it took a, the whole day to get the world out of my head. I kept, you know, thinking back, you know, should I have done this or did I bring that or whatever. Um, and on the last day, I, it started crowding back into my head, like, oh, I've, when I get back, I have to do this and I have to do that. But on those days in between, I had a great conversation with God. Um, it finally, uh, I was finally able to put the world um, out of my head and just concentrate solely on my relationship with God. And I have to tell you, it's a wonderful experience. Um, uh, silence resets us. You know, we sometimes we just need that that reset, that renew. You know, at the beginning of the year, on, on January 1st, we always think, oh, okay, wait, wait, this is a reset in my life. You know, I've got a new year, new new goals. Uh, but, you know, periods of silence kind of do that same thing for us. They reset us. Um, and, and as my spiritual director likes to remind me, silent and listen are made up of the same letters. Um, so uh, I would just say be intentional in seeking silence. And, and, you know, you might be saying to yourself, um well but you don't have my life you know you might be thinking you know but i have i have you know three children under the age of five which i at one point in my life i did um but ask god ask god to show you make that your prayer say you know show me how i can find quiet time and and you'll be surprised at the answer you'll get i believe that um so anyway seek him well, I, I tell you, Loretta, what a um, beautiful story, you know, to, to share in five days. And I can appreciate it. It's probably going to take a, the first day just kind of calm down and start li- listening to our Lord. Um, you know, w- one of the things uh, that I remember, in, and I'll, you know, I'll just always come back to the, the beautiful gift and the power of the Eucharist. I remember several years ago um, um, having a really profound experience, and, and, I'll, and I'll share with everybody uh receive the Eucharist, uh, and usually, um, you know, as I try, I try to quietly and going back to the pew uh, during that time uh, to just uh, kneel and uh, listen uh, into the beauty of the Eucharist. But I remember the, the, the vision that I had, um, 
I was kneeling down on the pew, and this was so powerful, and I explained why. I had a powerful vision, and, and Jesus is usually trying to quiet me down. Now, uh, Sherry's a lot more successful at, at that than I am. You know, I, I can, uh, you know, hear, you know, how her prayer life, and I'm like, I'm learning some wonderful things from her. But so I'm in the pew, and, I, and I'm, I'm in, in silence of prayer, and I have this picture of Jesus, and Jesus is sitting on the hill. And uh, to that day, I'll always remember as he said, Bill, quiet, calm down, and come sit with me. I have a lot to teach you. And I remember listening and just the beautiful power of prayer, some of the great things I know that Sherry had talked about. But in that prayer time with Jesus, it was so powerful because I remember the priest then, uh, you know, stood up and went to the altar to begin the prayer after communion. And I was so much in the presence of Jesus. I remember looking at Jesus and say, Jesus, we'll catch up later. I got to get back to Mass. And uh, so it was just a beautiful time and the power of, of prayer and the stillness of heart and the beauty of uh, silence. You talk about Psalm 46 relative to that story. Oh, I, I tell you, be still and know that I am God. And uh, it's such a powerful uh, psalm. And uh, Loretta knows, uh, you know, from the retreat center, uh, you know, it's one of the uh, the main mantles that they'll, they'll have there in the beauty of silence. So uh, it's something that's short and sweet uh, that I always, uh, usually throughout every day, always try to remind myself, you know, in the presence of Jesus, be still and know that I am God. And I remember just just last week uh, here at the Quest Radio, we had Father Sam was here and had a beautiful Mass that he celebrated. But he talked about the silence of prayer. And and I remember what Father Sam said. He said, you know, he said, God does answer prayer and in the silence of our hearts, but God's also focused first and foremost on our own salvation. So prayers are answered as God looks for all of us in terms of, you know, what we are needed in terms of our ongoing salvation in the silence of our hearts. Yeah, beautiful. I, I love the way you, when you shared that, we were literally on that hill together, you and Jesus, you said, in that vision. Oh, thanks, Maria. Think about um, that, what Loretta just shared with us. Silent and listen are made up of the same letters. Wouldn't that be a great banner to have on your wall? <laughs> I mean, if that's, that's such a great reminder. Silent and listen, made up of the same letters. Mm-hmm. I love that. How does silent time change our prayer experience and what's the experience that comes out of that silence oftentimes it's clarity a sense of clarity loretta uh yes um which reminds me um of a book um called prayer our deepest longing it's by ronald rollhauser um there's a quote in there um that i'll share ultimately we too want jesus depth and graciousness in our own lives Like Jesus' disciples, we also know we can attain this only through prayer, through accessing a power that lies inside the deepest deep of our souls and beyond our souls. We know, too, that the route to the depth lies in journeying inward, in silence, through both the pain and the quiet, the chaos and the peace that come to us when we still ourselves to pray. Oh, I tell you, that's beautiful. And, um, you know, Maria, you kind of jogged uh, my thought here. And I remember a wonderful, wonderful quote from uh, St. Teresa of Avila. And uh, and it's how to pay God a compliment. And here's what uh, St. Teresa of Avila said. You pay God a compliment by asking great things of him. And I was like, wow. So 
you know, in our prayer, um, as we all know, God loves us unconditionally. Uh, God listens to our prayer. God answers prayer. But in the silence of our heart, you know, let's pay God a compliment. And we ask the things and sometimes especially the great things of him, you know, in our prayer. Yeah, that's beautiful. Absolutely. Uh, we're just about out of time here. I said this last hour, too, and it it, it, it just seems to fly by. Um, but I just want to mention uh, that this is the Power of Prayer Spring Pledge Drive on AM 1160, The Quest. And you've got, uh, what do we got here? four minutes. If, if, you, if you make a pledge or a donation within the next four minutes, we've got match money on the table, still up to $2,000. Uh, you can uh, double your donation. But we've also got these, and I mentioned some of the restaurant gift certificates we've got. Um, uh, El Torero in Roswell, uh, restaurant gift certificate. Salt. And also uh, Thai Emerald uh, and Chick-fil-A. Who doesn't love Chick-fil-A, huh? <laughs> so if, if you can do this like in the next three, four minutes, um, you will just ask for one of those gift certificates, and it's yours, along with the match money and everything else. 470-508-1160. Uh, log on to thequestatlanta.com, or you can download the Quest Atlanta app. Oh, Dave, thanks. And I know we've got 32 wonderful ministry leaders at Mary Our Queen my guess is most of them have probably already called in. But for the few that haven't, okay, Marie and I are going to pull out our cell phones here in a second. But no, seriously, uh, we appreciate everyone listening today. But a uh, special call out and a very thank you for all of the ministry leaders at our parish and uh, encourage you per- to participate as well with the wonderful programs that we get constantly from the Quest Radio. And you're going to know which ones waited to the last minute because if they invite you to go to Chick-fil-A with them and they pay with a gift card, you'll say, <laughs> oh, I've got the list and we're going to go. <laughs> Deacon Bill likes Chick-fil-A. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, uh, uh, Maria, uh, thank you very much. Maria Forbes and uh, also uh, Deacon Bill Boyd and Loretta Boyd and, and Sherry Siegel, thank you so much uh, for sharing your uh, story with us and uh, I think helping all of us I know it worked for me, but to, to just have a better relationship with Jesus. Um, so, yeah, we're going to take a little break here, and I want to thank all of you. Uh, have a great day. Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Thank you. AM 1160, The Quest, WCFO East Point, your Atlanta Catholic Radio. Welcome to the Spring Pledge Drive, where our theme is The Power of Prayer. In this episode of Behind the Quest, we'll get to know some of our many volunteers. Now, the Quest is a non-commercial radio station, meaning we can't sell advertising the same way commercial stations generate revenue. We do get a fair number of corporate donors that we're very thankful for, but the majority of our operating expenses are covered by donations from people like you. As you listen to the Quest, you may not realize the kind of expenses and the amount of work that goes into just keeping this radio station on the air. A majority of that work comes from volunteers. These volunteers. Yeah, I'm Carol Tearsmith. I'm Nick, and I'm a volunteer here at The Quest. My name is Adam Keller. I'm Jack Tyson. This is Paula Krizaniak. I'm Julie Liker, and I'm the Accounts Payable Volunteer here at The Quest. What is it I do here? 
Well, I guess I've become known as kind of the pledge drive guy, one of the people who is a key player during pledge drive season. I am a graphic designer by trade, and I volunteer at the Quest and offer my skills and services as a graphic designer. I am on the PEP team as a volunteer, parish and event planning. I'm the team leader for the PEP team, a group of volunteers that provide two-way communication with the parishes. We want to know what's going on in the parishes so we can help promote it through the Quest. And we also want the parishes to know what's going on with the Quest so that if there are new listeners out there that haven't been engaged yet, they'll learn what's going on and be as inspired as we are. What I do at the Quest mainly is outreach. And that's sending birthday cards to the priests in the archdiocese. I also do voice acting and voice spots for the quest. Giving congratulatory cards to the RCIA candidates, welcoming them into the Catholic Church, helping out with the pledge drive. Oh, another thing that I do during the pledge drive, I enter all of the donations we get to keep them on a spreadsheet so it can keep people aware of where we're standing in our goals for each hour, for each each day for the whole pledge drive. So that's something that has to be kept up on a um, hour-to-hour basis or minute-to-minute basis. Whatever way that I can help out, I'm always happy to. And that's not all of them. There are many more priests and parishioners from all over the Archdiocese of Atlanta who volunteer their time, too. We are thankful for each and every one of them. But of all the hundreds, if not thousands of places they could volunteer, why do they donate their valuable time at the Quest? The team that we have here is just so wonderful, and they're so kind-hearted. And Well, it's a great group of people to work with. It's a beautiful place to come together to evangelize, and I think that's the main thing that's in my heart. There is something really special and holy about volunteering here. Everything we do is Christ-centered, and everything is covered in prayer. Why the quest? I wanted to do something that had as its core Catholicism, a spiritual element to it, anything and everything related to the church, you know, Jesus Christ as its core, all those things pointed towards, at at the time I really didn't understand it or didn't connect the dots, but all those things sort of pointed to the quest. I love it here. Everyone here is just truly genuine and I gravitate toward that. It's an awesome experience. We have a chapel here at the studio. It is Our Lady of Fatima Chapel. Mass is celebrated every week in our chapel. The Blessed Sacrament is exposed during the week and we have Eucharistic guardians who come to pray in our chapel. Every day at 3 p.m., we gather in the chapel to pray the Divine Mercy Chaplet together. Uh, It's nice to come in here and and know that there's kind of a safe haven where you can be Catholic and you can talk about things and no one's going to twist your words around and no one's going to be what society is right now. You don't keep coming back to a place for, almost for me anyway, for at least 18 months or so if there's not a common good, if there's not solid people, and there's not a camaraderie that exists to help promote what it is we're all here to do. So let me ask then, if volunteering time at the Quest is so worthwhile, what if I'm a person who finds I have an extra $20 left over at the end of each month? Why is the Quest a good place to donate? What is your soul worth? Is your soul worth $20 a month? (laughs) I don't know why you would. When you do have that access, after having taken care of all of your other responsibilities that God tells us to, it's good to give back. We are called by our baptism to 
spread the good word. If that $20 can help spread the word in that way. It's a good message. It makes you feel good to be a Catholic, to be able to donate to somebody who you know that they will put out a good message for the church and the teachings. If you give up your coffee or your Netflix for Lent and you've got 15 extra dollars here or 20 extra dollars there, answering your baptismal call through that virtue of generosity can just help pass on the faith. Knowing what it takes to pull this all together and be on the air, it's a $20 donation well spent. So for $20 for a month, that's pretty inexpensive (laughs) for your soul. If it helps your soul, it's helped mine. Well, thank you all for sharing your thoughts and stories for this episode of Behind the Quest. Be sure to call in with your donation at 470-508-1160, or you can do it online at thequestatlanta.com or right from your phone. Download the Quest Atlanta app to make your donation today. And now back to the Pledge Drive with our theme, The Power of Prayer. That's the 